Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yeah, this certainly is going Greyhounds. Welcome back to the show. Dave Stanley about to join me along with uh, Mick Cowley. And Mick, as I say, good morning to you. Uh, Really exciting times in the Greyhound racing world. Morning, mate. Morning, Luke. How are you today, mate? Very it's, well. Uh, you're absolutely right. It's, it's very exciting times, not just on the racetrack, but uh, out and about and around the racetrack. And we're uh, we're going to have a chat with a guest who can tell us a bit more about that too, mate. Yeah, we certainly are. You've got Tony Mestrov on the line, CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Tony, good morning. Good morning, Luke. How are you? I'm very well. Um, I've heard about this renovation that's going on in Grafton. I know Mick will elaborate on it more, but gee, you're spending a lot of money up there. Yeah, look, we've got a huge cohort of participants up here. It's a real growth area. It's the biggest project we've ever embarked on, Greyhound Racing New South Wales. $4.6 million from the New South Wales government. Um, I don't think we've ever had a purpose-built facility like this in decades. So a significant build. Um, you know, most of the contractors up here are locals, which is a bonus. It's all about regional money and investing in the regions and... Uh, I'm just up here at the moment. We're on track um, to finish in April, hopefully racing in June. So exciting times. Tony, as you, as you said, we're uh, we're on track. Uh, I guess that's a, a plus considering uh, they've had their wettest summer on record, apparently. That's why I'm so proud of on track. The, our track team and the contractors have done an amazing job um, to keep it. There's, I think um, there was the most rain for a long time over summer. Um, that obviously affected um, the track. And also there was some realignment on Crown Lands and the Clarence Jockey Club were hugely helpful in, in helping us out with that. So despite those restrictions, um, we're still on track and it's quite exciting. We've got a, a huge carnival up here in July um, that, co- that, that coincides with the Jockey Club as well. So that's the aim to have a, a major announcement at that time. And I guess with these these rebuilds that are going on around the place, safety is obviously a key, and the welfare of the greyhound is obviously a key with new track rebuilds. Yeah, it is the absolute key, and it's the reason we are renovating this track. Um, it's going to be world's best design um, construction here. We need to meet the minimum standard, obviously, and it'll do that. Um, from a safety element point of view, we think it's not only going to be the best track in New South Wales, but the safest. It's got the latest technology, as in the starting boxes. It's also got a new remote control lure, which is battery operated. So um, that's a complete change of the first of its kind in New South Wales. There's obviously other technology around timing. And the track itself, um, we're just so looking forward to it. It is all about the welfare of the animal. Um, and for us, it meets the minimum standard, and we're hugely excited about the prospect of the track. There, uh, there must be a good feel up there around the community. They've, uh, the, the track's probably uh, the old track was probably about 70, 80 years old, so they were due for a new one. And uh, and that winter carnival, as you talk about, it's it's iconic and runs alongside the the thoroughbred carnival as well. It's a it's a great time to spend in Grafton over, over those winter uh, weeks. Yeah, this is seen as an important track for participants. If you look at the area it's in, there is a lot of participants both to the north and south. The club here, um, led by John Corrigan, is a really progressive club. They actually make um, separate money and revenue from uh, other than racing, so which is important. Um, and they've got extra monies to spend and, and what and do what they need to do. So it's a huge part of, of our industry. Um, we want people to come and live in the area. I think that's important as well. Like the economic benefits to the state during SW gives $509 million, which might surprise people, but that's what it's about as well, the local community and bringing money to these areas. So all in all, 
um, as I said, exciting times for greyhound racing. And, and I guess too the uh, the construction, a lot of that is local contractors as well, which is good for the economy. We're always good for the local community. I mean, this is a racing town, whether it be thoroughbreds or greyhounds, it really is. So, you know, the government's the local members, Chris Galaptus, he is very very supportive as well as the New, New South Wales government. So it's all about local. I've just spoken to Chris. He's just been here when we made the announcement that we're on track. So he's excited the prospect of economic benefit coming to the town, but also jobs, which is which is extremely important. Well, you're absolutely right. Dave or, or Luke, anything to ask Tony? Well, Tony, it's a Dave Stanley here. Good morning to you, mate. Um, it's Dave, exciting because I was talking to Mike Beattie when I was in Coffs Harbour recently, and uh, he just couldn't believe... Uh, the amount of work that was going in across the road. He said, it's, it's extraordinary. Uh, he said, there's just trucks and all sorts of things happening and moving around. And it's fantastic this is going to coincide uh, with the Thoroughbred Carnival. It's going to be like our version of, I think, the bull. And we'll just make it bigger and better because we're in the best state. But, um, geez, uh, if, if it's going to be as good as you're saying, we're going to have to get a really big race up there. Do you need this mobile caravan to come up and say good day to it? <laughs> of course, and look, we, we do need a major race up here, and this is a racing town, as you said. Look, the the aim is to have the announcement at the carnival um, to obviously get um, you know noted politicians and so on up here to have a look at it. So I see this just building and having a large race for greyhound racing. We're working on that at the moment. And it's just a huge area and one we want to build on. The club deserve this as a reward. They've been one of the leading clubs in New South Wales for a long, long time. As I said, they're extremely progressive and this is a reward for them, but also a reward to the participants mm. who have grown greyhound racing in this area. So all exciting times. And Dave, I might have a Ricky's labour job up here for you if you're interested, mate, as well. I tell you what, mate, before I did this, you wouldn't believe it, I was labouring. wasn't a very good labour, I'll give you the tip. I was always sort of watching the radar, <laughs> praying for rain. But, uh, no, I'm sure we can get up there. Look, I, I just, as I think I've said to you privately and also to Mick privately and, and even publicly, I'll, I'll say it, you know, the, the, what, what you guys have done with this sport, considering they wanted to get rid of you and there was all that crap that went on, it is yeah. really, truly remarkable. And, you know, no one out there in any sport or any code can begrudge what you guys are doing. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, thanks, Dave. I mean, I've got an amazing team with me. The participants are right behind SW. They've played their part. All of that, what happened in the past, the culture's completely changed. It's all about the welfare of the dogs. They love their dogs. And we're progressing like you wouldn't believe as an organisation. And we've got even bigger announcers coming up on the welfare front, which is exciting. We all know we need to deal with it. And I think the participants are playing their part as well. Fantastic. Tony, thanks for joining us this morning, mate. I, uh, safe travels back from Grafton, and I'll, I'll see you back in the office very soon. Thanks, gents. There he was, Dave and Luke, uh, CEO, my boss of uh, Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Oh, and didn't, you, didn't you butter up, gee. You've got to do what you've got to do. Uh, mate, it's a smart play, and um, they are doing brilliant work, aren't they? I was actually up there at Grafton, oh, it'd be a few months now to call the Thoroughbreds, and I think it's right next door, the, the Greyhound yeah. track. Mm. And um, at that point, it was just a... Um, just a graded, uh, you could see the outline, but there wasn't much happening. I, I can't imagine what it's like now. I'm sure there's been a lot going on since I was up there. And, and credit to the, the Clarence River Jockey Club as well. They um, yeah. 
they actually move their border, their boundary fence, to allow for the perfect angle for that track to be built. So, yeah, credit to the committee there. They they basically uh, bunkered in and helped as well. So, uh, for the benefit of the the Greyhound Club, so it's great to see uh, both organisations exactly. working well together. It's fantastic, and it'll be a crack cracking winter carnival as it always is. Certainly will be, mate. Um, now we've got a bit of mail. The Richmond Straight Track. You were up there sprinting up it uh, just to test it out. Uh, how is the track? Oh, mate, I was on fire. I had the uh, the running spikes on just to give it a bit of a, uh, <laughs> a It's so good though to see uh, to see a grass track again. You know, you don't see them too often these days. And uh, as as I said, I was out there for the heat of the derby in the Oaks last Friday night, and the track looks fantastic. I know the grass has been laid. It's going to take about four or five weeks to settle. Um, but yeah, it looks looks absolutely fantastic, and that'll be another different aspect to to racing uh, in New South Wales to have some straight track racing back again. And, and yeah, again, that's the, we're looking at yeah, end of March, early April for for that to be opened officially, and then we'll get some meetings on board for some straight track racing up the straight at Richmond. It's, it's something certainly to look forward to, and uh, I'm sure Luke, you'll be out there calling it, mate. I'd love to be uh, Dave. Yeah, I know. I know you'd love to uh, have a burn up the straight track as well. Yeah, well, mate, being from Capella Bar or Wellington Point, that's you know, straight track um, and grass racing. That's what I grew up on. So I think it's I think it's fantastic. And and again, just another way in which the the industry here in New South Wales is just thriving. Uh, well said. You know, why would you want to go anywhere else? Stuff everywhere else. Stay in New South Wales. <laughs> um, speaking of the, the, the two big races tomorrow night at Richmond, this Derby and Oaks, uh, have you got a tip, Mick? I mean, what I was looking at it before, and I, I watched those um, those heats the other week. Uh, you know, is there something we can back? Is WOW just a good thing? It's WOW's going to be hard to beat, but it's certainly no good thing. Like, yeah, before yeah, okay. the series started uh, last Friday, everyone would have assumed that, that WOW, yeah, dual group one winner would be a good yeah. thing, winning a, a Richmond derby. But Jason McKay, as he tends to do, he's produced a dog called Avalanche, which uh, was up against WOW last Friday night. Speared to the lead from box one, WOW straight into second, and most thought it had run past it, but Avalanche just kept going. It ran 30.07, which is literally oh most lying. And there's only a couple of dogs that have gone quicker. Uh, it, it was yeah, just phenomenal. The box seven is the query for Avalanche this week. Um, but, yeah, certainly, I think WOW was backed in uh, from its opening quote earlier in the week. Uh, it's around the 220 mark now. It's it's certainly the best dog on form in the field. Uh, it'll just be interesting to see that rush to the first turn. The, the dog inside of WOW, it's a rush. It, it gets out of the boxes pretty cleanly as well. So it'll be a fantastic derby. And the Oaks similar. Yeah, the, the dog that didn't win uh, its heat last week, Ice Cream Story, she's going to be hard to beat. She knuckled down at the start trying to anticipate the start. Missed it a couple of lengths, and then Storm Tame was beaten in a photo. Um, she's probably the class runner, but again, there's some very handy dogs in that as well. So, yeah, look, it, they'll both be great races tomorrow night. Two Group Twos, both worth forty thousand to the winner. The uh, the Oaks is on at nine fifteen, and the Derby straight after at nine thirty eight. Well worth getting in front of the TV, or even getting out to Richmond to have a look at. No doubt about it. And I read on Monday, Flying Ricardo, he's on his way back from injury, and gee, the Golden Easter Egg only two weeks away. Hasn't that come up quick? It has, hasn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I guess everything's travelling quickly with uh, the way the world that we live in at the moment. But yeah, Easter egg heats uh, March twenty, um, not far, not far away at all. They're going to be fantastic that night, and great to see Flying Ricardo return at Maitland on Monday night. Uh, only a length off the track record over the uh, the four fifty metres. 
sensational performance. We're also hearing, too, that Handsome Prince, a million-dollar chase winner, it's uh, back-trialling, had a few injury problems. It's back-trialling now, going well, and it's ready for the... Uh, that golden Easter egg as well. So we're going to have some good dogs competing in that as we uh, expect to. You know, wow as well. And New South Wales is in pretty good shape at the moment. They've got some, some quality dogs. Uh, we're certainly uh, not lagging behind any other state in terms of class and quality at the moment. We've got some of the best in the land. It's going to be great to see them all going around at Wentworth Park on March the 20th. Certainly will be, Mick. Um, exciting time as we said at the top in the Greyhound world, on and off the track. It's great to speak to you as always. Do you have a a bit of mail to leave us with before you go for today or just load up in the uh, on the Richmond Oaks ice cream story. I think it'll be hard to beat off the six. Mate, I reckon you're right. I, uh, mate, look, uh, we've got a couple of meetings on today. We've got Casino and Dapdo and they're... Uh they're tipping a couple of these. There's uh, race four at Casino, number eight, Slick Rumble. Take the multi all into Dabdo, race five, number four, One Dimension. Now, One Dimension, it's not a, it's not a boy band. It's actually a name for the dog. And it's actually, it's actually a, a litter mate of Ice Cream Story, so it's got a bit of ability. certainly does. And it's One Direction, by the way, the boy band. Um, I know you'd be mate. a big fan, Mick. Huge fan, mate. It, uh, I have it on the uh, the uh, iPhone on the way. He was going to yeah. say iPod then. He was <laughs> going to say iPod. <laughs> they haven't been made for years. Uh, mate, the iPod, yeah, I listen to them uh, every day on the iPod or uh, the Walkman or whatever it is. <laughs> well, Mick, speaking of One Direction, you light up our world like nobody else. Uh, you've wow. just got that one thing. Amazing, mate. You're, uh, is that a lyric from it? There. It is. Mate, I've, I've, Marlo, I've told you to bar that stuff, mate. I can't let it go, Dave. It's no. Oh. They'll, they'll probably have that playing at Richmond tomorrow night, mate, if you're interested, so yeah, head on out. Okay, I'll be a big chance, Mick. We they'll, appreciate they'll burn, it. They'll burn the joint down, Mick, if you start playing that at Richmond, please. It'd be better than Dave up there singing, Mick. Oh, oh mate, look forward to it. Good morning, mate. Uh, thanks for your time, as always. Good. Thanks, guys.